Hello, I'm Deb Knight and welcome to the Money News Market Wrap podcast, your daily dose of money movements delivered straight to your device on this Thursday, the 1st of February, 2024. So a new month and definitely a new day on the markets. After entering record territory on the bourse yesterday, it was the exact opposite story today. And it was all to do with what happened in the US. I'll have more on that in a moment. The ASX 200 lost all of the record-breaking gains it made yesterday, falling 1.2% to 7,588, snapping an eight-day winning streak. All sectors were in the red, with financials, industrials, real estate and tech all going backwards by more than 1%. We've been flipping back and forth this week between what's happening at home and what's going on overseas, and today was all about the US. Just like impressive inflation figures yesterday that gave our market a shot in the arm on the outlook for rate cuts, pessimism in America today did the opposite. The US economy is about six months ahead of ours, having already done the heavy lifting to bring its inflation problem down. And so heading into Christmas, many were expecting Fed Chair Jerome Powell to be playing the role of Santa through 2024, handing out rate cuts left, right and centre. Well, the first meeting of the Federal Open Market Committee threw cold water on that idea. Firstly, they agreed to leave the benchmark overnight interest rate in the 525 to 5.5% range, as was expected. And while they did make clear that they expected rate cuts to come at some point, it won't be happening until they have, quote, greater confidence that inflation is moving in a downwards direction towards its target. Unsurprisingly, Wall Street did not love the news. The S&P 500 went backwards by 1.6% overnight, while US Treasury yields also remained lower. The Fed did make firm statements that rate hikes are over if it continues to see inflation as its number one, two and three priority. But investors might just have to put their plans on hold for rate cuts anytime soon. All up, it was a sea of red, so let's start with the losers. Industrial companies were right at the bottom of the ladder, with Transurban sliding 1.5% to $13.31, Reese shed 3% to $22.09, and the Seven Group went backwards by 1.8% to $35.47. Lithium companies were on the slide yet again, with IGO dropping 4.2% and Mineral Resources off by 2.6%. And the big banks all headed backwards. Commonwealth lost 2.9%. 9%, NAB dropped 2.2%, Westpac fell by 1.7% and the ANZ lost one percentage point. Bucking the trend of losses were a couple of insurers. QBE was up more than 1% to $16.02, while Insurance Australia Group was up a third of 1% to $6.06. Tabcorp was the standout. It was up 5% to $0.84 cents a share. Dominoes, they've got a long way to recover from the recent market falls, but did climb 2.4% today to $40.61. On the currency markets, it was another tough day for the Aussie dollar. It fell again, buying 65.5 US cents, 51 British pence, 96 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand at the close of trading. Gold continues its positive run with an ounce of the metal now worth US $2,062. There were slight gains for iron ore, but it's still around the $135 US a tonne mark. Brent crude oil fell by more than 1% to US 80 a barrel, and Bitcoin retreated slightly. One coin is now worth 64199 Aussie dollars. And while most of us have been tightening our belts with rising prices and interest rates, 
a lot of young people have been splurging on designer belts instead. Younger generations who are locked out of the housing market and looking down the barrel of high student debt are increasingly of the view that their financial futures are down the toilet, so they might as well splash out on expensive handbags, designer clothes and high-end basketball kicks. It's a growing trend here in Australia and has even earned a new name in America, doom spending. 43% of US millennials admit to doom spending, spending up big to try to forget or cope with tough economic times. The problem is, of course, it does become a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you spend beyond your means for too long, you'll definitely be doomed. Tonight on the show, we'll take a look at how election fever might affect global markets. 40% of the world's population is heading to the polls this year. I'll also explore why the heads of global tech companies are not having a good time of it. Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are certainly under the pump. And why the outlook for Australia's agribusiness sector is better than expected. That's at 7pm tonight on your radio, via streaming or in your podcast feed. I'm Deb Knight. I'll speak to you then.